Hi, welcome to For the Culture Canada. Man, I am so psyched that we're back and all that stuff. I will be honest, this is the first episode that I'm actually like recording after <laughs> putting out episodes and stuff. So this is sick. Um, so the person that I have on today is somebody that uh, has actually established quite a great camera community here. And if you're involved in the camera scene within Kelowna in 2020 right now, you will know this guy. You, <laughs> you've come across this guy. You've seen his name, his Instagram handle, all that shit. I guarantee it. And uh, if you haven't, then that just means that you're not involved enough yet. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, of course, talking about Mitchell Fowler. He is very well known for doing all sorts of like really beautiful portrait photography uh, of lots of, you know, people, uh, lots of great looking men, lots of great looking women, just everybody. And he's also established Cameras and Coffee, which is a bi-weekly meetup for a lot of creators, anybody and everybody that is involved with cameras is welcome to join. Um, often at uh, Canoe Coffee Roasters, I believe, if I remember that correctly. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. It turned it was this small little thing, and it now is established into this like large group on Facebook, uh, biweekly meetups, and it's amazing. I'm genuinely I love going there whenever I've shown up, which has only been one time, but it's been awesome so far. But <laughs> anyway, uh, Mitchell, thank you so much for being a part of the show, man. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm excited. It's been a long time coming. Uh, really, really enjoy listening to your podcast, and I love how you connect. Like you do the same thing, what I do with the camera culture as you do with just culture in general, and and specifically for me, the Okanagan with who I've listened to your podcast from and. But you've done it with people from Vancouver, and I don't know how far you've reached, but I know Vancouver and Okanagan you have a very big impact with. Damn. I'm like, what? I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that a lot. Um, you know, Mitch, you've been, you've been following this show of mine for like a little bit now. I actually knew you because of the connections I started establishing because of this show. And, uh, uh, I felt like personally, this was like a long time coming just because, uh, you were so involved with the creative scene around here locally. Uh, and so I'm just, I'm happy to finally like get to know your story a little more. So let's kind of start from the very beginning, man. Like, uh, where are you from? Where where is where's your family from? I am born and raised Kelowna. Uh, I have moved only once in my life. Okay. And I've lived in the same house for about twenty one years now. Damn, that's so, crazy. So I've I've been pretty pretty secure in the place I've lived, and I think that's given me the ability to reach out to all these people just because I, I was lucky enough to know a lot of creative people coming up through high school. Um, I, I had those connections with like Jordan Powers and Jordan Ambrosio just through high school. And when they started doing the creative side of it, uh, I was able to connect with them and talk about all of the creative like collaborations or just, the techniques on what they do and I was quite fortunate but at the same time I realized that a lot of people didn't have that connection at the very beginning like for creatives specifically we spent a lot of time on our computers we spent a lot of time editing and like looking over 
past photo shoots or video shoots or whatever you you do as as a creative and that makes us very antisocial in a sense yeah and a lot of our social interaction or knowing someone is through Instagram right and so a lot of people that actually meet at our cameras and coffee will be like oh hey like i'm so and so what's your name oh i'm i'm this person oh nice to meet you yeah i have x instagram account oh really like i've i've followed that page for years <laughs> right like for me community is a huge thing yeah and i i I love Instagram. Do not get me wrong. I spend a lot of time there on myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but for me, it was a sense of passing that threshold of what Instagram is and what our community could be f- after Instagram. Because if you follow someone from the same community that you're in, that's great. You have inspiration. You can follow this person's journey as that person can follow yours. Right. But why don't you know them? Yeah, no kidding. Especially with such a small town <laughs> like Kelowna. It's kind of like you're going to run into them. But at the same time, like a lot of people, like I've, there's, there's, a, there's a funny story, but um, I, I've, people have run into me and not known who I am, but then know my Instagram and know my nickname. Yeah. But they don't, if I say Mitchell, then they just are like, who? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, for you don't really put too much of yourself on your own page. It's mostly of your work. Yeah, it's because there are a lot more interesting people than, than I in, in Kelowna. I don't know if you're giving no. yourself <laughs> enough credit here, man. But, but, uh, I, I, I I just like being I like being behind the camera more than I do in front. Even if like there's a photo of me on my Instagram, right? It's probably with a camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know that's how that's how you and I met. I think it was Jordan Powers introduced me to you, and he's like, "Yo, this is Mitchell Fowler." I'm like, "I'm not what? Who?" And then and then you're <laughs> like, then he was like, "Foul, foul." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> what's up?" <laughs> yeah, that's that's what most people are just like. Oh shit, yeah. 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 No, I think it was, I think we met at the factory, and I think it was Nate. Uh, might not have actually been where we met, but we had a good conversation. I think it was at Nate Lee's album release. Album album release thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yo, that was a good night, man. I I really I met a bunch of people who I had followed for like a minute now, and that was a good time. Yeah, and that's exactly what those things like any like community gathering does. It like it just passes the whatever Instagram can do or any like Facebook thing can do. It's nothing can beat like person to person interaction. Yeah, totally. Which kind of which kind of sucks how we're doing this over Facebook. <laughs> it's the sign of our times. It is. It is. Yeah, but uh, I wanted to ask you though. Um, you were mentioning how you kind of got to know like Jordan Powers and Jordan Brogio, uh through high school and stuff. But how did you, 
yourself get into doing things that are creative and artistic? I mean, what's your history with that and how did you get into photography? Well, it started in university uh, because I live so far away from the university and there are many school zones I have to get through. Right. I actually, I would have to leave, I would have to leave really early in the morning if I had a morning class. And I would catch like, especially like in the January, February mar- uh, months, I would be able to catch sunrises. And I thought they were so wonderful and so amazing. And then so I started taking photos with my phone. Mm. <laughs> and then I just took more photos. And I, um, then I would have to leave late. So I took photos of the sunset and then this things would like capture my eye and I I just take the photo of it and it is what it is. Like I would just use like the free editing app on my phone and it really got me hooked. And I then for one Christmas, my parents gave me, they, with air miles, they bought a, uh, this like DSLR, like a, like a, not ex- expensive one, but it was, it got me hooked. And then I just started taking photos of everything. And if you went on a hike, you took a camera. If I went to coffee, I brought a camera. And uh, there was actually an event happening in Kelowna. And I went with Jordan Powers and he was doing the video for it. And they didn't actually have a photographer because something had happened. I don't know. And Jordan was just like, oh, Mitch can take photos. He has a camera. And there's some of my favorite photos that I took that year for sure. And it was, um, oh, they just had the second event. Was it oh, like Valley JV- Vibe? Valley Vibes. Dude, that's where the I first, first met Valley you. Vibe. That's where I, I first so, met you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was at that show. That's where I, I met you, yeah. dude. Yeah, and so I, I took a lot of photos, and there was like 10 artists. And so I had like 10 people wanting photos, and the photos turned out amazing. And then you just get like, once like people like see, in any in any aspect of any creative field, like once people see what you can do and like, like if there is appreciation shown towards what you can do, then it just makes you want to create more. Yes, that's and very so, true. And so I just kept pushing and pushing myself to create. And then um, what really made me go like buy a bigger camera, bigger setup was uh, I went to the Netherlands with my grandmother, mm. just her and I for 16 days. Um, and because... That uh, was where my step-grandfather was from, and we were going to go spread his ashes and because that's what his want was, to have his ashes spread in his hometown. And so we went, and I took, like, 3,000 photos of the Netherlands. And it just made me want more, and so that's that trip made me fell, fall in love with photography even more. Yeah. And then now, now it's just something I'm trying to make like a career out of and before it was just like a, a hobby but now it's like full-grown passion like I shoot as many cameras as I can I try different forms of photography and it's fun yeah yeah it is I I love photography <laughs> myself it's all 
It's amazing. What do you what do you uh, what do you shoot with now? Uh, are, are we talking digital or film? Uh, digital, digital now. Yeah, <laughs> digital, digital for sure. Uh, I have a sixty as my like backup body, but then I shoot the Canon RP, which is mirrorless. Oh, gotcha. Man, that's a really big juxtaposition, though. Like this, the six D is a full frame camera, dude. The RP is too. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's I just see. mirrorless. It's which is it's, gonna be slimmer. It is, and for me, I wanted the six D. I wanted like because if I'm gonna do this professionally, I wanted to have like two bodies, like a backup and a and just like a go to body, right. But then the R and the RP came out, and what sold me was the amount of um, focus, the point uh, focus points on the RP was I think like a hundred more than it is on the sixty. Mm. So yeah, yeah, and yeah. I autofocus, I autofocus really helps with the the camera too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, dude. Mirrorless are amazing cameras, and I think that that is the future of digital photography. Oh, it, it it is it. Sony Sony for sure has the edge because I think it has like six years of technology more than Canon. But right, Canon's pushing out mirrorless cameras. Everyone's pushing out mirrorless cameras now. Do you think that uh, DSLRs will eventually get phased out? I mean, people thought film was gonna die, so you never know. <laughs> I it's it's unpredictable, but definitely if like mirrorless keeps going where it is. There'll definitely be more mirrorless shooters than there are DSLR shooters, but I don't think like it'll be like it'll it'll never go extinct. And I think there's there's a place for DSLRs, and I th- I think that's like the entry level at the moment. There's a lot of good entry level DSLRs out there. True. Yeah. Because because mirrorless, like other than Sony, Sony has some decent crop body sensor uh, entry-level cameras. But Canon, for sure, like if you want to shoot Canon, the Rebels, that's where I started, was the Rebel. Yeah. The Rebels are, are a decent DSLR that can get you started with photography. Right. Yeah, they are. I started with a Canon 60D. Yeah, and that's pretty much just like... It's hard to describe the difference between the two, but they're pretty much... They're pretty similar, except the Rebel, I think, is almost even more basic than this the 60d yeah the 60d was kind of more of like a robust body right um you could tell that they put more care into the building of it like they had a spring-loaded sd card slot rather than a door that just like swung open um it had like the little lcd screen up at the top for like all your settings and shit and like yeah it was just a more robust uh kind of bigger beefier meatier camera but yo um i i like I used to work at Best Buy when I bought it, right? And this customer mm-hmm. wanted to buy this camera because it was on sale for like five ninety nine, uh, from twelve seventy nine, like yeah. And it came with um, a fifty mil, a telephoto, a flash, and a bag, and the body for that price. And I took too long in finding it, and then I realized, wait a minute, this is an insane deal. And I scoped it. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's a, that's good because. Yeah, the everyone needs a fifty one point eight is probably the first lens most people buy. Yeah. Other than other than the 
other than the uh, kit kit lens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. So, okay. So I've been noticing that a lot of the photography that you do, you've ha- obviously you've, ha- you've developed um, concert photography a little bit, but it's mostly portraits that you do. Um, and you also had this style where you shot an exclusively black and white for a long time as well. So can you explain that a little bit? Uh, the, the, the portrait or the black and white? Let's first go with the black and white. So the black and white was a challenge like to myself, I guess. And like, it's all about like, for the longest time, was, everyone was just like, oh, you have to make your feed the exact same aesthetic. Right. And so I, I thought, oh, why not just black and white everything? <laughs> um, but if you, if you look, you, I actually edited the photo twice. Oh, it's okay. black and white. And then the color one is like the slide. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I, then I realized people weren't looking at the color one. I was like, I'm just doing double the work for nothing. So, But then I realized, like, I, like, started creating presets. And, like, I got into Lightroom more, like, on the computer rather than the phone. Yeah. And then, so I, like, created my own style through the preset. And the black and white wasn't needed as much. And I still like some black and white photos. Like, I like editing it that way. It's different. It's challenging. Sure. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a, a moment where I was just like, oh, it creates the same aesthetic. It looks good. <laughs> and that went on for like half a year. Yeah, because yeah, I, remember, I remember when I was getting to know you, that was kind of like your signature at the time. Yeah, it was black and white, black and white page, yep. Yeah. Uh, by the way, just to go back to the Valley Vibe show, I will say that was a really fun show. That was so lit. That was amazing. That was that was a really good show. Like they had, there's like a lot of people. Like for me, like I'm not the most like I'm not to be. I'm not known to be the person to like be caught up on like all like the local music or like the like especially like local like hip hop and like to see like a lot of like at least like BC hip hop artists was really cool. Like. And I knew like I knew Kenny beforehand, right? And so I like that's one of the reasons I went to like go support him, and I was just there to go watch it. I wasn't expecting to go shoot, and then I ended up shooting like twenty five hundred photos that night. Mm-hmm. Took a long time. Took a long time to edit all of them. <laughs> well, yeah, man, twenty five. Oh my god, dude, that's an insane amount of photos to edit. Um, I remember specifically this one memory when um, Sheck West's song was like really blowing up. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember what it's called right now. Why am I blanking? But it was like the biggest song in the world at the time. It was like, and as soon as I got hoes, like as soon as that line <laughs> dropped, like the entire room was just like bouncing all at the same time. It was so sick. It was, and I actually I miss uh, events at um, where what the. No, the habitat. Yeah, the yeah. The habitat yeah. was such a cool place. How I guess like the person running it, there were things happening, but I it was such it was a cool venue. I think like the layout of it was nice, and you can have a decent amount of people. Because I don't like a lot of I don't like people. That's what I tell everyone, <laughs> in the sense that like like a lot of people in a certain amount of space just freaks me out, mm. and so. 
But when I have a camera, I like completely forget about all of it because like I have a job to do. I have a photo to capture. Yeah. So and so, sorry. Go. No, 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 no. Go on, go on. Well, like for instance, like I like I had a Wednesday night. I had a hip hop artist message me just out of the blue. Like I thought this was all fake. He's like, "Hey, yo, are you shooting Center of Gravity?" Is like. No, I'm not, uh, but it'd be really cool. He's like, oh, well, I just got asked to MC this event. And I was just like, okay, cool. He's like, yeah, I need a photographer. Do you want to shoot for me? I was like, sure. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'll give you like a media pass and like a backstage pass to the, the beach stage. And I was like, dang, okay, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but like, I like, I was, I was walking to that gate thinking this wasn't real. Like, I like, this was like when I just started shooting. With that that rebel, I was just like, no, this ain't this ain't real, right? But I ended up getting the backstage pass, and like the media pass, and I got to say I got to see Wu Tang. <sighs> so I ha- jealous. I, ha- I have a photo in black and white of um, oh, I forget what member it is, but like one of them's like popping a champagne bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was RZA. Stage. That was RZA. Yeah, I have that photo. In black and white, of Rizza popping a champagne bottle and like all of the members of Wu Tang, and like the the crowd, and for me it was like I'm not in that like I don't notice all the people because I'm there to capture the moment, right? Right. If I didn't have a camera, I would not be there. <laughs> oh my god, the opportunities that they offer you, damn, that's so sick. Yeah, I'll have to send you that photo after. I'd love to favorites. see it. I'd really love to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so, so that like really ties into how did you get into doing portraits of people in the first place, especially when you don't like being around people? Well, like people, people in the sense like the amount of people, like mall at Christmas time, no go. Amsterdam, I would not have been able to stay there any longer than I was. Uh. But, but like, it's also because like I, for any conversation I have with someone, I seek depth, I think. Yeah. And I love meeting new people and like having like this like one-on-one conversation with them. And portrait photography really allows me to do that. It, you get to hang out with the person and like, you like really get to know the person while you're shooting because you're hanging out with them for hour two hours maybe even longer like some a lot of my a lot of my photos are just like a lot of them are people i I just meet or like want to do a collaboration but a lot of them are friends too and so they're just days where we hang out and i just capture capture the moments and spend way too much time editing it but But no, it, it's it's about like the depth of conversation that I really like seek out of people, and it's why I like don't like big group situations. Um, just because for me, it it's hard to describe. It's it's the um, you get to know someone at a deeper level if it's like a one on one or like a smaller group. Yeah. And that's what happens when you're doing a portrait shoot, unless like it's like you don't talk to the person, which would be I don't I I talk way too much, so I don't see that happening. Yeah. But for me, for me, it's like that that 
deep conversation you get to have and you get to know the person at a deeper level during a portrait shoot that I, I like. And that's why I like portraits. Uh, that makes sense. Okay. Okay. So, so when you first started doing that, was it just sort of like a, Hey, let's bring a friend over. Can I take a photo of you? I just want to try something out. Like, is that how it kind of started? Um, well, there's definitely like, I would say like op it's for me it, and a lot of people will probably say this. It's, it's the, it's the amount it, you have to put in the same amount of work as I think there are as amount of work you put in, there is that amount of, of luck that comes with it too. Right. And so, um, I would, uh, shoot someone, um, like just like a friend, like I think like a friend knew him, like was friends with a model and I shot the model and then people would see that shoot be like, Oh, that's cool. Do you want to shoot with me? I was like, yeah, sure. And then it just like, it just keeps going. Like people want to collaborate with you because of the work you're putting out. And in a sense, like I, like I've reached out to a lot of people too, just because like, I think their aesthetic on their page is really cool and like their vibe. And I think like people's like a lot of the work that you create, um, especially like photos, if you're capturing those moments is because you're getting to know the person and you know, get to, once you get to know the person, you get to capture the moments that capture their essence in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're definitely right about that. Like, because like you have to watch like, while you're, while I, while I shoot portraits, like I like watch out for people's, um, like movements. Like a lot of people have their own kind of like movement or walk or something they do with their hair. And so you have to really watch out for what each person does and like their their little 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 things that are unique to them and then you have to capture that because that's them. Yeah, 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 100%. And capturing their personality and uh, in a way kind of displaying that is how you get people to like a photo. That's it's that's how you get somebody to appeal to uh, to what you're trying to capture. Well, yeah, for sure. And for me, and I, I, I made this own system up in my head where I found each photo contained a triangle of audience in yep. a sense. Okay. So I don't want to post something if one part of the triangle doesn't like the photo. So in essence, the one part is the photographer, which is me. Another part is the subject. No matter what it is, it could be a brand you're working with, a hotel, or, or for my case, a lot of people that I shoot with is that second part. And the third part is the audience that you're trying to captivate with the photo. Right. And if one part of that photo, one part of that triangle doesn't like the photo then why are you posting the photo? True. It's an it's a insightful way to look at it. Well, it's, it's, I don't know how I came about that, like thinking that way. I just like, for me, it was always like, I have to make sure, especially with the models that I, I shoot with, that they like the photo. Hands down, like I always ask, can I post this photo? Like, what do you think of this? Like, I'll send them sometimes 10 photos, be like, 
hey, like these are some of my favorite photos. Which ones do you like and which ones would you like me to post? Because I like them all. Mm-hmm. But people like certain things about their like own body or something about the photo or don't like. And that's why it's very um, important to keep that conversation going. Even on it, even during the shoot, like you have to like show the person the photos you're taking because sometimes they'll like kind of like the setup and like the vibe, but sometimes they don't like where their body is positioned. And so you have to adjust that. And then that makes that triangle work really well and to create the best content that you can send out to whoever wants to see the photo. Right. Okay. I want to ask you a question though about that triangle. So let's say for example, you really, you think you've gotten a really great picture of somebody. You think it makes them look really flattering. And then when the subject looks at it, they go, ah, I don't like this at all. What do you do in that kind of instance though? I'm like, what, what do you not like? And then they'll tell me. And then I'm just like, okay, so let's change your body this way or let's try it this way. And then I take the photos and they're like, oh, dang, like that, that looks good. I'm like, all right, so we won't use the first photos we took. We'll use this set. And we're like, okay, sweet. Mm. And then, and then, then usually that's how it works. That's that communication. That's key. Yeah. Communication is very key. How, uh, one thing about the the town that we live in is that it's kind of got this reputation of uh, if you're a competing artist, if you have an if you have a competing artistic endeavor, uh, depending on who you talk to, it could turn out to be kind of <laughs> kind of shitty, right? Like people people can get really jealous and envious and all that kind of stuff quite quickly around here. How have you kind of developed this social um, kind of? understanding with other photographers and that you're all friends. How, how did you not create like this circle of people that are like, fuck that guy, man. We don't want Mitchell Fowler to be doing this. Like <laughs> how, how have you, well, have you done that? Honestly, that's like, I guess not to that violent extent, but like, I thought <laughs> like, that's one of the thoughts I had when I started campus and coffee was just like, do people actually even want this group to exist? But for me, like, we all, we all at our core, like, I don't think anyone says they're like this master photographer or videographer or a master at anything. We always strive. I always strive personally to be a better person of who I am today, five years in advance, or I strive to always be a better photographer. And so I think a lot of the people in the community understand that First of all, we already have a social connection through Instagram. We're just making it a personable one now. And two, that we always can learn more. And there are certain people that know more about a certain type of of photography or videography um, in our community that can teach us. Because ultimately, like I spend a lot of my nights while I edit watching YouTube on certain types of things on how to make it better or something I don't know how to do yet that I want to. But, and then I also realized that there are people in our community that already know how to do that and are doing it at a much better level than I am. And why don't I talk to them and be able to learn one-on-one with them on how 
to do something better. Yeah. So in my in my sense, it's not a competitive. It can be in a in a way a competitive field. But for me, it's more about. I just wanted when I started it. It was when I bought my new camera, and I, one was not scared of losing um, a lot of the thoughts and like ideas I had for shoots or photos. But I always I know that the next person will have so many more ideas on top of mine, or maybe like a part of their personality or a part of something that I have I've heard in their conversation will spark a new idea in my head. So it it's the idea that it keeps my brain going and like every two weeks I know I'm gonna shoot. And every two weeks I hang out with nerds like myself and just like get to talk about cameras and drink coffee, which I've already drank way too much of, but now it's just an excuse to drink some, but <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, very true. Man, I gotta say, uh I've I like I mentioned earlier, I've only been to cameras and coffee once because I work every Sunday. And so the camaraderie though that I felt in going there was just amazing, right? Like the energy and the vibe. I don't know, I felt really just uh, everybody was so welcoming and warm and they just want to collaborate. Uh, and it was a, it was a wonderful environment. Um, yeah. And, and, and what were the first few sessions of cameras and coffee like for you? And where did you, where did you come up with that idea? Uh, the first couple were very much, um, very close, like hangouts, like actually, um, my friend Alex Taylor, uh, we were hanging out and I think it might've been at the factory. And I, I brought up the idea of this, like, oh, like, and I think like that same night I had driven by like a, a cars and coffee. And I'm just like, like, why isn't there something like this with cameras? Because you have a bunch of people that have maybe different cars and maybe give them, give each other crap about the car they drive. But at the core, they all love cars, and that's why they're there. They're, they're there to show off what they work on and their passion. And so why isn't there something like that for cameras and like cameras and people that do photography and just want to like meet people that have the same drive as them and want to just create as much as they can? And so we were talking about it that one night at, at the factory, the film factory, and he's just like, just do it, just cr- just start it. And I was like, okay, I don't know, I could just be me. And I think we had planned for like one of the days in May to have our first event. And I was out shooting with Noah Dorsey and Jordan Powers. We were just downtown, and we run into this guy that I have never met before, and he bought his camera and quit his job three days before he he we met him like he had just started like he just started like making this like his passion and his his goal in life no way and um and we just met him downtown and we're just like okay we're like we're starting this cameras and coffee group like you want to be a part of it he's like yeah man like i've just been watching like a lot of youtube videos and like kind of figuring it out that way and um, you probably remember him from the, I don't know if he was at the meet you were at, 
but uh, Shweb. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> this whole time <laughs> I was just thinking most... it sounds like Shweb that he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And I now he's Shweb, like, he's sure. like one of my really good friends now. And it's because of this group. And like, we just like have bonded over like cameras pretty much. And now like we're such a close knit group of friends that like, and a lot of the people that I've met there and a lot of friends I have now, I would never have met or probably like maybe have met, but wouldn't have known or like not have gotten to known. And so it's really crazy. Like it's almost like that, like that luck and persistence thing I was talking about. It's like, it was lucky chance that we met Schwab and he's been to everyone except one now. Like he's like, he's been there to almost all of them. Right. And so it's just like that idea that it gives people a human connection and a physical connection of an essence of like learning. Like you have that person with you that can teach you like certain different things. And like, and now Shweb vlogs or like does his little vlogs like um, vertical. And so now you have a lot of people who do video, like trying to like learn what he does and how he does his like in and out takes. And so it's kind of cool how like people like thrive off other people's like, innovations and like ideas and want to learn um at these meets because for me like I learned a lot of it through YouTube like Peter McKinnon, yeah. Maddie Hapoya, mm-hmm. like those kind of guys. And I'm not like gonna I'm not saying anything about them bad, I should say, because I learned so much from them. But it's a YouTube video that will end and you they say go out there and shoot. Like you can't do it without shooting. But that teaching session ends when you turn off that YouTube channel. Yeah. With the cameras and coffee, you're there with the person that can teach you. Like I've learned a lot about car photography from my buddy Timmy. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, the teaching session passes through, or like doesn't end at a YouTube video. Yeah, that's right. You're physically learning how to do it with a person in your community on what they know what to do. And I think that's cool. And it's free. <laughs> yeah, well, it's that it that is it is nice. <laughs> it's free and like but it's also like it's it's free because like you you said earlier like we're friends, right? Like it's now it's like this group of friends that just want each other to thrive. And like, we know that we have things to teach people, but we also know that we have things to learn from people as well. So it's not in essence free. It's, it's almost like in trade. Yeah. We're like, we're trading our knowledge of all the same passion through for different people like like one person will teach someone something but a couple weeks later that person will know something the person that gave him a lesson two weeks before that he wants to learn you know what i mean like it's it's all about like trading knowledge it's it's not so one per we're not relying on one person to teach us all all what we can see and all what we can do. It's everyone teaching each other. Right. And how would you say that uh, during this time of, um, 
you know, you built up cameras and coffee to be this really big emphasis on community. But given the quarantine situation that we have, it's a little bit tough to bring you all together in one space, right? Especially at a coffee shop. We can't quite do that. So is it, are you guys like circumventing a way to kind of get around that? Or is it just kind of like cameras and coffee is on pause for the time being? You are part of the Facebook group. So you see all of like the comments, like the back and forth, the, like there's the, uh, the self-portrait challenge we had, uh, the isolation challenge, um, the uh, Brandon challenge, Brandon Steele challenged people to make a mini movie and he only gave them two days. <laughs> and so many people made movies, it was incredible. Yeah. And so the community exi- exists past like this moment. Like We don't have to physically be there for each other to be there for each other. Like That's We'll right. always challenge each other even if we can't see each other. I've noticed. <laughs> I've definitely <laughs> and so, noticed. And then, and then so, and then people have posted photo, like some people that I don't think have ever been to a meet have like posted the photos that they're proud of, or like they've posted photos and be like, Hey, like I'm trying to get this effect or I'm trying to like shoot this photo like this. How would I, how would you shoot this or what shutter speed would you shoot to capture my dog or whatever and then people respond and it's pretty incredible how like like I started that like it's like something like it's 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 just wild it's just like people when we ever like when we go out to shoot and like we're doing like our meetup and then we go for the camera walk after and we usually end up at like cactus club's happy hour and there's like 19 of us at cactus club People will be like, uh, everyone will be like, oh, like, what are you guys doing? Like, what is this? Like, because everyone has their camera out. And we're like, oh, this is like cameras and coffee, like Kelowna. And like, people are like, oh, that's so cool. And like, like, who started it? And everyone like looks at me. I'm just like, nope, no, I do not want that attention. (laughs) (laughs) The irony, dude, like, oh my God, the irony of you bringing this community together and you don't like being in a crowd of people. That's hilarious. It's not even, it's not the crowd of people or it's not. It's not the sense like oh like I I started it like I'm I'm proud of myself like because I've always been like the anti-social in like high school I was definitely an introvert like and now out of high school I'm definitely like an extroverted introvert I find yep but I also I like I take a lot of pride in what I've started and like the friendships I've gained and people that have made friends from this. And are able to have like opportunities. Yeah. Is makes me so happy. But at the same time, like, I'm like, I don't need like all the credit, like, for because like I want this to be a community. It's might be the thing I created, but it isn't my thing. Right. It's our thing, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think that's it's a great quality to have. It's a good way to think about it as more of a democratic thing rather than like a singular thing, you know? I, I love that, dude. I love that. Well, it's like, yeah, it's not me like being like, oh, like this is what this group is. I've definitely had like ideas of what it could possibly be in the sense like how can it build it like bigger or how can it help the community more? Yeah. But it's not like 
oh, this is my way or the highway kind of thing. It's never been that way. Totally. Totally. I, and I see that. I could tell. It, it, it definitely. I'm sure it, over time it's fluctuated and changed since you have started it, but the essence is still the same. Yeah, it's definitely like community first. And like for me, like when I first started it, it was like very much um, like I wanted people to have like an output of where people can like share knowledge and like just have a community and get to meet people that have the same passion as them and gets you out every two weeks and like makes you create, like it forces you to create or think creatively every, at least every two weeks. So if you have like a a block or you don't know what to create at that moment, you can always go out with your friends and learn something and look at something completely different. True. And then also for me, like, I thought like, this is a great way because I know a lot of creatives need other creatives to get projects done. Yeah. And rather than rely on like a hearsay or an Instagram account of people's like work, you're actually needing the person that you might want to hire to help with a project or you're look, you meet someone that you never would have met before and you guys click and you guys work on a project and it works so like so smoothly because you know each other before you started the project. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that's the beautiful thing about this. It's an it's it's a excellent opportunity for anybody involved. Um, and I think that anybody that hasn't attended two cameras and coffee yet, you should definitely do so because it's beneficial in every sort of way. I've I've felt that. I felt that. And I'm not even that like heavy of a photographer. Like, put me and Mitchell into a freaking pit to photograph a rock, and I guarantee Mitchell will, will probably create fire. <laughs> oh, I'm, uh, I'm <laughs> challenge challenge accepted. You're gonna see on the Facebook page a photo of a rock tomorrow. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. But yo, um, one thing I wanted to say was that we have some community questions coming at you. Oh, all right. Yeah, so uh, let me pull some up here for you, all right? So, all right. So the first one that was brought up to me here was from Meg Rollins. And so her question is, what's something he's always wanted to try but might be too chicken to do? (laughs) Uh, Well, actually, I know Meg, so this this is good. Um... I don't know, like, honestly, for me, it was probably, like, because I do a lot of portraits, it probably was boudoir. Right. And because, for me, to capture boudoir, um, it, it has to be artistic, and it has to, like, represent, like, a, a specific, it has to show a set or a theme like it it is can't just be a photo of a guy or a woman in boudoir just half naked it, that that that's not the point of boudoir it has to be a like a tasteful artistic scene that you need to capture and like I, for the longest time I was worried about how to capture that that scene right so i think that's one thing that i was pretty pretty as meg would say chicken to try <laughs> but you overcame it though 
I, I definitely, I've tried it, and I, I, it's definitely, I've done a couple, and I have liked what I've created. Yeah, yeah. Did you have to take any kind of preliminary research uh, before you started doing it? I mean, like, like again, like, YouTube is a wonderful thing. But, like, for me, like, like you, like, find a YouTube, a YouTuber that, like, specifies in it, and, like, he'll have, like, a, a page or a, a YouTube clip what what not to do or what to do on Boudoir, and, like, you follow those guidelines because you know, like, he knows his crap. True. Yep, very true. All right, so I have another community question here. This is from our boy, Brandon Steele. And Brandon so, Steele. <laughs> Brandon asks, did Mitchell expect Cameras and Coffee to get this big? And where did he, and uh, sorry, I'm reading sideways, did he expect Cameras and Coffee to get this big? And where does it go from here? Oh, man. Um, did I expect it to get this big? Uh, no, <laughs> I, I honestly had no expectations when I started this. I just wanted to create, like I've said, the community and I did not expect like the reaction I got to starting it and like the people loving it so much and like love going out and just shooting. Cause like we usually hang out at the coffee shop for like an hour and a half, two hours. Right. And then Anyone who needs to leave, like, obviously, like, leaves. But we'll usually do, like, a photo walk after. And so, like, we just go and get, like, creative and take photos. And, like, then our Facebook feed gets littered with, like, 500 photos from the day. But um, I did not expect it to get this big. Um, I'm happy it's getting this big. Because I love, I love meeting new people and I love learning new things. Um, where do I see it going? Well, I see it at going further once I learn how to do video because that is something... Oh, there's another thing I'm chicken at learning is, is video. Really? Why is that? <laughs> uh, um, I just... I'm comfortable with editing photos and like the idea of editing a video doesn't scare me but it's just like ah oh, that's I know how much work people like Noah Dorsey puts in a video and cuz I worked with him on a, a hotel video and it's just like crap and so it's something I want to learn and it's something I need to learn because I want to actually like create a YouTube page for cameras and coffee where like people there's like like we what we do already like the photo walk or like a photo challenge, we can like make a video out of that and post it. And like, there are things like that on the internet that get a lot of reaction. And for me, the idea of it's it's almost like shopping locally. Yeah. In the sense, like for someone watching YouTube, you will connect so much faster and enjoy it so much more if you see first of all your community, and secondly, someone you might know on the streets or just may know because. Of some of because he's your friend or something, and then also like creating tutorials with people from the Okanagan to teach people either f like around the world but also from the Okanagan how to do things because it's that connection of the per with the person that you have. 
Yeah. So yeah, YouTube channel would definitely be number one for me. Listen, man, if you're able to overcome the boudoir, <laughs> I think you could get into. I think you could get into video, man. Like totally. All right, and like cameras and coffee. I have someone just tell me to do it, and then I'll do it. Hey, and listen to me. What are you like? What are you like? Twenty one, twenty two. Oh, I'm up there. I'm. I, well, I don't know. I'm not up there. I'm. I'm twenty five. I'm older than you are, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like, you were, come on, You were man. pointing that out on my birthday. I remember that. Sorry, like, what was that? Oh, my birthday. You're just like, damn, man, you're like, you're younger than I am. Like, what is this shit? <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny to me is that like, I used to be, I was a, I'm a December baby. So like, everybody used to be older than me in my, in my schools and shit. Now here I am, old man, just like, I'm 26 years old with hanging around like 20 year olds and shit. But like, I don't, like, like the community, it's like, that's also another thing. It's just like, it doesn't matter like what age you are. It's just like, if we all have the same passion, so we're all like in it together, I guess. True, true, true. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what age you are. Like someone that's 19 can know so much about something that a 30 nine-year-old or a 41-year-old doesn't know. Yeah, true. And uh, and besides, man, if you if you make it to 100 or even 150, you have that much more time to learn video. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that'd, that'd, be, that'd be a lot of time where I do a lot of procrastination because that's what I seem to do when I'm trying to edit or trying to learn video. It's, oh, I got tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll do a video. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, there's this funny thing. I was uh, listening to this Joe Rogan interv- interview, and uh, somebody that he knows, he's like, I procrastinate so much. If I'm trying to write, then I, all I want to do is work out. So he goes to the gym, and because he procrastinates exercising, he just writes. And I'm like, perfect. <laughs> 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 so yeah, that, that, that could be a solution for you, man. Yeah, then I'd have to go work out finally. And that's something also I do not do. <laughs> I should. Hey, man, live your best life. Do whatever you want to do, man. It's all good. I take take photos and I edit. And I know certain people are going to listen to this. I'm, I know they're going to give me crap because they give me crap about not working out. So maybe that's something else I'll have to do. Hey, man. Uh, yeah, man. Do whatever you want to do, man. I I like working out. Working out makes me feel good. If you want to do it, I'm sure you'll feel good too. Well, I go like I for me like I go like I I do like a, a lot of hikes. I love hiking. There you go. And then I bring my camera with me. There you go. Well, hey, perfect. That's, that's <laughs> um, what I do. I'm just gonna double check one more thing to see if there are any more questions. No, that that are those are all the questions that uh, we got from our community members. Um, before I wrap this up, by the way, did you have any questions for me at all? Uh, well, actually, I have a story to add. Oh, sure, yeah, Just go for it, man, go for it. One, one second. I I I airplane mode the shit out of my phone, but my computer was not. Um. It's about the portraits, and I was gonna say it. I just didn't know when I would have a chance to say it. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a funny. It's a funny story about um, uh, a person I shot. Like I, I, the thing about like 
what I love about like doing portraits and like shooting and hanging out and getting to know these people is you become friends with them. Right. And so uh, I hung out, I was hanging out with one of the people I had shot and we went and because they're vegan, we went to Central. Yep. And we got our seat, like we had reserved a seat and these two like older, older women were not like, they were like, Older than I, let's say that. I don't want to predict ages. Um, but they were they were sitting at the table beside us. And my friend had to go to the washroom. And so she got up. And she, she had gone to the washroom. And these girls, like, these ladies were, like, giving her, like, the eye. Like, I was like, shit, like, what has this person done? <laughs> and so, and then she gets back to the table. And they, they actually put us in a different seat. And we're sitting across from these people now. And they're still looking at her, and they're just like, "Sorry, are you, are you, uh, oh shit, I don't know if I should give Nate. Oh fuck it. Uh, <laughs> uh, they're like, "Yo, are you Anna Rose?" And she's like, "Yeah." And they're just like, "Wait, have you shot with Fow Fow before?" <laughs> and I'm sitting at the table. I'm just like. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Yo! <laughs> and like, and I'm sitting there, and and she's just like, "Yeah, I have." Do you do you want to meet him? And they're like, "What?" And they're like, "She's like, yeah, this is him." And they're like, "Holy shit!" Like, I love your photos, and I guess like this girl like follows my page, and like, I I because like usually I think like the people I shoot or like even like a lot of my friends like have a lot more connection than I do. Yeah. But, but it was insane because like, I think she even said it was like the first time like the girl noticed her not from her page but from my page. <laughs> Yo, you're famous, man. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I'd say that, but then I think I was telling my friend that story, and it was like four days later, and we we're at BNA. And we we're sitting at like those bleachers on the second floor. Yeah. And the a girl comes up to up to us and we're talking and we're just like it was actually me and Noah and we we're having coffee because we're old men. And um she's just like, sorry, are you are you four? <laughs> I was just like <laughs> I was like, yeah. She's like, I love your photos. I was like Thank you very much. I'm like, this is the most embarrassing thing ever. This is like people like just like coming up to you and be like, are you this person? I'm like, oh God. <laughs> That's wild. That's really wild. Damn. It was, it was definitely, it was funny. It was, I just like the experience was just like, I, like, I, I didn't know how to react when that, like that lady, like that woman at the bar was just like, yo, do you shoot with this person? And I'm just like, I'm like right here. Like, what is she going to say? Like, like at that point, like, I was just like, oh, this could go so many ways. Oh my God. Well, hey man, dude, you're going to have to get used to this because you're only going to go up from here, man. I mean, yeah, I guess. I guess I just better <laughs> get used to it. As long as you keep on but. doing your photos and shit, man, you're going to keep, it's just going to keep on going up. Well, at least if I keep, doing photos of other people and people still don't know who I am, 
I'll be set. <laughs> if yeah. I just tell him my name is Mitchell, I'll be like, who? There you but go. Once, once I, like, I, like, I had a friend introduce me to a girl, like, like a girl he was into. Yeah. And the girl thought my name was Fowler. Oh. Like, my first, my, my, my name was Fowler. <laughs> for, like, the first four months I knew this girl. That's hilarious. And then Fowler. one person was just like, it was like, hey, like, hey, Mitch, like, do you need this? And the girl's just like, wait, your name's Mitchell? I was like, yep. <laughs> I rarely get introduced as Mitchell now. Like, if, like, my, like, good friends, like, like, anyone from Cameras and Coffee or, like, Jordan Powers, like, inter- Jordan will introduce me the most as Fow Fow. He it's just, foul. that's, that's what I am. That's who I am. Well, that's what he said to me. And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. I know. That's, it's, people barely know my first name. That's, that's a, a lot of people do. They just don't call me it. Oh, well, I call you Mitchell now because just like, I know you like that. Oh, I know. No, that's the thing. Like, if you, it, it's an interesting thing, like how people know certain people or don't know them. And that whole like Instagram to reality thing of like, I may not know your name, but I know your Instagram handle. Yeah. Isn't that surreal? Like how many people like how many people like don't know your name but know the podcast you run? Oh man. I have to tell you, like, uh, it's weird. Sometimes I'll be just like out doing stuff. Yo, I remember going to like the film factory Halloween thing, and then I had some people come up to me and be like, Oh, you run for the culture Canada. I'd be like yeah, I do. It's 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 weird. It's weird, but it's, it's cool. It's very though, man. weird. I like, like did you like Sorry, you like go it? On. Like sorry, continue. No, you go. You go. Okay. I was just going to say um cuz it's something that you just press upload on your computer and then you or on your phone and you don't think about it anymore and then people in real life are just like, "Oh, what's up?" It's kind of like it's like a simulation out here. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely it's like for me it's like I post photos and I take photos. I love taking photos, like any form, like film or digital. I just love taking photos, and I just post them because I love them and like love, like the photo that I've taken. Like no matter if it was a photo um, from my like when I started like taking this seriously to now, like people will be like, "Oh, like don't you wish you could have taken that photo with your newer camera or like today with all the knowledge you know?" And it's like. But it wouldn't have been the same. It wouldn't have been the same photo. Yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, it's 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 interesting having people see your art, and like it can be visual, it can be vocal, like yours. Like you're creating something as much as I'm creating something. Thanks. And so, <laughs> and so, like. Once people like it's it's really cool. Once people recognize something you've created, yeah. I think. Oh, dude. Oh my god. I will say it's a very gratifying feeling. Well, it, it makes you feel like what you're doing is almost like, to an extent, like a lot of it has to be your own self worth within your project, and that's anything really. Like anything in life is is a lot of self worth has to be incorporated but then that outside acknowledgement and that outside um 
um, enjoyment of your work just makes it that much better. Yeah, true. Oh, yeah. Man, I will say, like, you're absolutely right about the whole self-worth thing because, like, when I wasn't doing this podcast, man, I will say that, like, even though I was accomplishing other things in my life, like, doing stuff that's creative is easily the most fulfilling thing for me. Like, if I'm not doing that kind of thing, my self-esteem just, like, drops. Yeah, for me, it's just, like, if I, like, I, like, don't know... Like, I have a camera with me almost all of the time now. And for me, that's, like, I love just capturing moments and just just having it with me. Like, I'm, like, that's, like, who I am now. I'm, like, the crazy, like, cat lady, but, like, with cameras. (laughs) Like, I just, like, I just, like, I love, like, any, like, form, like, like, digital film. Like, I just have I have a lot of cameras and I love shooting with all of them and there're just so many different features that can be brought out with each camera and each film you can use. Are you mostly um digital or are you like 50/50 film digital? Um a lot of what people would see me at cameras and coffee I do film just because I'm so new to it. Yeah. And I just want to push myself and it's that idea of like if you're not out there shooting with it how are you going to get any better? So, like, for me, I want to shoot film a lot when I'm at the cameras and coffee. One, because I love, like, that instant, like, I, the photos I take film-wise and the photos that are film on my Instagram, I don't edit. Like, they're, like, straight out of the camera, and I love that about it. And then also just because I want to, like, shoot as much as I can to get as best as I can at film. Right. But when I do like projects or jobs, it'll be it'll be digital. Mm, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Just so you could have that like reassurance and you're practicing something you're doing something that you're very well practiced in. Yeah, and and the fact like and there are some people even in the cameras and coffee group um that their main idea of film or their main idea of picture taking is mainly film like their main bodies are film cameras and they shoot digital for backup right right and like for me it's just like digital is wonderful to have for like projects and for um photo shoots because you can get different looks at a certain speed but then like if i do like a, a collaborative photo shoot I'll always have like one or two film cameras with me because it slows down the conversation. It you're very much more even more into the conversation than you were before mm-hmm. with a film camera because you're not always like looking at the photos you're taking. Um so it's always nice to take film photos because then even the people you're hanging out with love to have that film photo after the fact. Like you send them the film photo. And I've sent film photos before, and they're like, "Oh wait, like you're done the digital digital edits already?" I'm like, "No, that's that's film. <laughs> like that, like th- that was the free camera that I was given. Like I I went to Joshua Tree with my friend in February. Yeah, and I brought I brought a f- film and digital camera, and one of my favorite photos ever. Not even just quality wise, just like because a lot of like 
portraits for me are very much the um, connection you make with a person. Yeah. But it's also like a lot of like, for me, landscape or any like photo will be either like, will bring me back to the emotional state I was feeling when I took the photo. Right. Or like the conversation or the person that I've met. Um, that'll be brought back to me when I look at the photo, like, oh, that's that person, like, they like that, or, like, this is what they think about certain things in life. Yes. And so film, like, one of my favorite photos was from Joshua Tree, and it was with a film camera, and I, I love having both just for the different qualities each brings. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you upload those film photos onto your Instagram, or are they just kind of in a separate place for yourself? Uh, there are, there are quite a few film photos on my Instagram, mm. but like they're, they're not, there's a lot more cause I took a lot of, I think I took like a hundred photos and for people who don't shoot film, 35 millimeter, you can only have 36 shots per yeah. roll. Yeah. And so for being on a trip for four days, I, I shot three and a bit roll like three rolls three or four no i shot four rolls of film when i was on my trip damn and then i took 2500 photos on my digital camera <laughs> sick that's sick well mitchell i think i'm gonna have to wrap it up here but uh did you have any final words that you want to sort of say to the people well if you are in the Okanagan or want to uh, talk or learn anything about photography, videography, or any creative aspect. Like for me, like the cameras and coffee community is all about the creation of projects or just like the creative mind. And that's like at the forefront of the group is connection and community. But then there's also the fact like with that community and you're able to create the projects you want. Like I want people to connect and create projects that they've maybe couldn't create on their own or didn't know how. And so like if people like want or have ideas or want to learn how to do photography or have known how to do photography, but just want to hang out with nerds every, like when, when everything's back to normal, whenever that is, it's every second Sunday and it's going to be back to that when it happens because it was the first time we hadn't met on a second Sunday for the first time last week. And it must have felt really weird. I actually did an Instagram live. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I was watching a bit of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had a couple of people on it. And so like, I just wanted to like continue that like a little bit of normalcy for people. But yeah, I know it was really weird because like, I missed my cup of coffee and like my friends and there's just definitely going to be something I look forward to. And like, if people want that sense of community when, when it gets back to normal, any, anyone is welcome. Writers, models, photographers, videographers. We've had a, we have had a few models. You, I think you even modeled when, uh, with your uh, leopard denim jacket. Yeah. 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 When you that, were there. <laughs> that was how many, big... how many, for, how many photographers did you have shooting you at one time? Like, Man, I can't count five. that high. Like, 
I, I, oh, everybody just seemed to want to get on that, man. I don't know. I was just like, well, everybody's like, go every- to that corner over there. Let's take your picture. I'm like, okay, sure. I'm just standing here. That, and then that's another thing. Like, I, I know you have to go. I'm sorry, but. Um, no, no, no. It's all good. I actually know one of my friends, Miguel, he, he loves cameras, but he also likes modeling. Yeah. And he actually got a job on a movie because he had so many headshots taken from cameras and coffee. No shit. <laughs> he just that's... sent them a whole portfolio of photos that he had from cameras and coffee. That's hilarious. Damn, look yeah. at you. <laughs> You're making the economy move forward here, bud. I mean, <laughs> if if I if it's moving forward, then I'm doing something right. <laughs> but uh yeah, I know like it's just like everyone is welcome because everyone has and should have the opportunity to know the people that can help their passion move forward. Yeah. Because I know I was lucky with the people I knew from high school that got into the same field as I did, and we were able to like hang out and just collaborate and work together and just shoot for fun and work on our, our mechanisms. But I know some people, they have a lot of friends, but they have friends that maybe not into cameras as much or don't want to like go do wacky or random projects or photo challenges. And that's what cameras and coffee can provide is this like place where people can really work on their passion. Yeah. That's well said. Well said, dude. Well, I got to say, man, thank you so much for being a part of the show. I appreciate your time very, very Very much. Um, Very welcome. Had a fun time. Hell yeah. And, uh, you know what, man? Once this is all over, I'm definitely going to come by for Cameras and Coffee again because it's always a blast for me, man. I love it a lot. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, ha- I have a lot of fun. And like, and even like, it's, I just keep adding on and on. <laughs> but uh, even though like for me, like every second Sunday is the continual working of like my brain and like the community, like, Every second Sunday, it doesn't have to stop there. Like, it exists without, like, throughout any day that you want. Like, if you're feeling creative, like, I messaged my friend. I was like, hey, let's go downtown and shoot. And then we saw three other people, and then we saw two other people, and we ended up being, like, a group of 10 just shooting downtown. And, like, it's the extent that, like, creatively it exists whenever you want it to exist. Yeah, absolutely. And it's that it's that it's that idea of like you just got to go do it. And so like if you're part of the group and you want to just go shoot or you're feeling creative, go out or be like, "Yo, like I'm going downtown and this has happened." Like, "Yo, I'm going downtown. Like does anyone want to join me and shoot?" And it could be like a Wednesday night cuz I know people work on Sundays. I understand that. But I just created the second Sunday thing so there would always be that place for people to go and like that community and just continually moving. Yeah. But you like things can happen. And like, if you want to work on a project or you want to go shoot randomly or you want, you need a model or cause there are models in our group. Like people want to collaborate. People want to create. And that's what the group's for. It's to create. And yeah, sorry. (laughs) No, no, don't say sorry, man. No, no, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good, man. Um, well, thank you very much, Mitchell. I appreciate your time very much. And oh, you're very welcome. 
and uh, make sure that everybody here follows Mitchell. If you're not already, like, what the hell are you doing? At FowFow4 on Instagram. And uh, also make sure that you follow the Cameras and Coffee page on Instagram and on Facebook as well. And then you get to be in the know-how and you get to know when the next uh, meetups are going to be, whenever they happen next. You may even see me there. Who knows? Let's see. And uh, make sure that you follow For the Culture Canada on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, make sure that you subscribe and follow to us on all the platforms that you like listening to podcasts and on our YouTube page as well. And if you want to follow my personal page, dpack.culture on Instagram, I am there. Uh, and uh, say what's up. Let me know what you think of the show. Anyway, thank you so much for your time. Have a good rest of your day. See ya.